and welcome back to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. As always, I'm joined by my slightly sexier than me co-host Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? I am good. I had a done for the day with work, so I can chill. Obviously, record this today, it'd be good. Um, look forward to having our guest on again. He's actually returning, so it'd be good to see how he's progressed as a coach from since we last had him on. Um, and also talk about kind of some stuff we don't like maybe in the fitness industry between the three of us. I'm sure we've got quite good experience combined in different areas. Just a bit of a chat, really. Yeah, it's a bit of a chat. Clues in the name. As always. But we'll introduce our not only guest, but close friend, although I've not seen him in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while to be uh, fair. Callum, welcome back. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you for having me back. It's a pleasure as always. So, as I said, it's been a while since I've seen you last. It has. It's got to have been what, like... I haven't seen you since November. Is it November? <laughs> yeah, I, I worked that out. November the 4th really? at 6pm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we went out in Reading. Oh yeah, that was an eventful evening. Um, <laughs> sure that yeah, horrible. that is... Jesus, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah that's a yeah. while. We had December, and then January. Then, and then and here uh, we are in February, February. yeah. So about, about three months. About three months. So why, why have I not seen you? Busy, mate. As I imagine you are as well. Busy so, with work. So talk me through what busy looks like for Cannon Hunter. Wake up at five every morning. Don't get home to about nine in the evening. Then do work at the weekends as well admin and stuff so they don't have to do it during the week and I think we asked you this before so people can go back and look and listen to what you were doing then but what does a typical day look like for you now between those hours of five where you wake up and half nine so it's where you are back in bed two different sorts of layouts so it's a day I do shifts and then a day I just PT so a day I just PT I'll wake up at five get to work for six half six um, PT Two, three people, train, have some food, PT a few more people, have a bit more food, and then PT all the way through to the evening until about half eight, then go home, have some food, go to bed. And then if I'm on shifts, wake up, do a shift six till ten, and clients train, eat, clients eat, clients till nine. It's a theme here. <laughs> go home, eat, go to bed. Lots of clients and lots of eating. Yeah, we can tell much. you've been eating. We'll come on to that in a second. <laughs> I have been eating. <laughs> Savage. This is one of our only in-person interviews, and we can tell that you're looking thick. I do try. Multiple areas. But we'll come on to that in a second. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at, Joe, but it's pretty globe. It's it's say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah. So nice and busy. Would you say you've kind of progressed since we last had you on, or as a coach in general? Have you kind of been learning stuff, or? Um, bring yeah, anything new yeah I reckon so I definitely feel like I've improved my marketing and like social media aspect of everything which I didn't really do before mm-hmm. but I've sort of stepped it up a bit sort of posting like three times a week trying to post on my story two three times a day just trying to get more a bit more engagement get a bit of a wider spread with the people I'm sort of talking to and bringing in so that I can sort of target a different area of clients and stuff like that and sort of broaden my expertise and knowledge of different fields i think you've got quite a good looking instagram page thanks mate and um, you've got a good design going on i, I mean uh, i do try <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyone you know we'll, we'll link it in the description but everyone could take go take a look at callum's instagram page it's nicely laid out you've got the pictures yeah with the quotes running down the side i think i think it's a great design well, thanks mate but, uh, per- personally so with your story posts mm. what kind of things are you putting up on there 
it's just like um, things I'm running. Like at the moment, I'm doing a transformation challenge, which starts in March. Um, Another great idea. And then, <laughs> like the quotes and stuff, and then sharing other good coaches' content, like Joe. <laughs> um, making sure I share that so then people see that as well. Because obviously, as he's based in Andover currently. Um, currently. <laughs> <laughs> some people in Basis Lake might not see it. Um, but they so, will. But they, they, oh, will, yeah, they will soon. They'll know about it um, soon enough. So, yeah, that sort of stuff. And then just little bits and bobs, like client progress, like sessions. Just nice to clients. show what you're doing. Yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. Show people that I am actually working. Because some people have a misconception that you're a PT and you're lazy and you just don't do much, just stand there and count. And actually, there's a lot more that goes into it. I rarely count, to be honest. I was going to say, the counting can be quite hard sometimes. I genuinely tell them I've not counted your reps, to be honest. They go, okay, just do two more. (laughs) It's always, uh, how many? Uh, Two? Try a ton of two. You get two more in there. Well, you say 11 and they go, no, it's nine. Yeah, I don't count out loud because you go, so seven, no, that was four. Oh, oops. (laughs) It's not that you're not paying attention, but you're focused on what they're doing. I'm more focused on you not hurting yourself while doing this. I'm not really fast. If you do three reps, five reps, seven reps, doesn't make a huge difference, yeah, does it? Exactly. Obviously, you've got some clients, or I'm sure you have some clients, Callum, where you might instruct them to do a set of six, and they decide to do a set of four. Well, they'll argue and do a set of four. Which you know, we we kind of mentioned beforehand. If you're paying for a service, it's probably in your best interest to listen to the service. Yeah, exactly. Like you would go to a doctor's to tell you to take a medicine, and then take a different type. It's like they're an expert in their field, so you should treat a PT or a coach the same way. Respect the experts. So, Matt, I'm going to ask you. About your social media content, how's that going at the moment? Uh, what social media? <laughs> um, I can't. I just, I've never quite got round to myself. Um, just, I think where I work, it's quite in house. Obviously, we're one off, so it's not really franchisey at all. But just never really kind of been interested in doing it myself to us. Just enjoy more in person stuff. And and I guess a question to both of you then: Where have you picked up most of your clients from? On the gym floor, just I think when you start off being kind of fitness instructor, you think you know you're just going to get clients walking over to you at left, right, and centre, asking PT. You just chat to people. You learn more on the gym floor than half. The, well, on probably on level three that a lot of people do. So the yeah. nonsense you learn on there, and none of it really carries over that much. I think you get some PTs nowadays that they do the work, or they do a course, and they jump straight into working in the gym and they think the clients are just going to come to them yeah. and actually they kind of forget especially uh, Callum and I and probably you as well maybe not as much but we've done the hours on the gym floor Yeah. Um, especially where you QMC I worked at Leisure Centre I'm trying to think where you worked before Beachdown David Lloyd yeah so you have done it then so yeah. you've actually been in the gym floor and that's where you put the work and you get to learn how different people operate Yeah. and communication skills are quite important as well and that helps you bring in clients so yours are mainly from the gym floor and then saying last question to you. Um, so mine's different. Before I was doing like marketing and stuff like that, I was quite lucky in the fact that I didn't really have to go looking for anyone. Where like the gym's laid out, everybody that comes in goes past the desk. So I've had, and there's a big board with all the different PTs on. And normally if someone's coming in, they come past the desk. So you can normally like say hello. And then if they want PT or they ask a question, they'll come over to you. Um, but then since doing more marketing, social media stuff, I've had a f- few more people like emails, phone calls, like just random texts, and then like Instagram as well, where we get we get our profiles put on the gym group website, and then new people will go on there like sign up or whatever, and then look at the PTs. 
so you can normally get them through there. Um, so sort of before the content side of it, just luck really. Like I didn't really go up and talk to many people. Um, but after the content side of it, more like from the content, like the social media and the, that sort of aspect. Yeah. Do you find you get more like ref- like referrals, like just people kind of saying, "Oh, I had him as a PT, it was good," or is um, or is it just a lot of different faces that doesn't happen as much? It's a lot of different faces. Like I think I'm quite lucky in the fact where I'm doing quite well with clients. I'm always in the gym, so I'm always seen. People see like, you do it. Yeah, yeah like I'm in pretty much the whole day. So people that will come in will look, "Oh, he's busy, so he must be good," or like the content he puts up is nice or I see him with people who are lifting a lot or doing well, making good progress. So it's just like, just be present where you want to be successful, essentially. Good quote on my Instagram there. Um, but yeah, that's where I mainly get mine from. I guess it helps where you've got, what, 4,000 members? Four, four and a half, guess. maybe pushing five after January. So 5,000 members. If you were to pick up 5% of those, like 25 yeah, uh, I guess. 1% is 5. So times that by 5, 25. Yeah. Matt, do you want to confirm that? Yeah. I was, I was currently going on this. You it's it's, it's, it's a good, a deep dive, is, to be honest. I don't, think that, I don't think that's right. Okay. Work okay. out what 5% of 5,000 is. I reckon it's 25. It would be because 10% would be 50. Yeah. It's 250. 250? Yeah. 5,000, yeah. 10% 5, would, yeah. would be 500. <laughs> so he's okay so <laughs> oops so, so in that so case you've got 250 up, clients a week I'd love 250 clients yeah okay so you've got to pick up 0.5% because yeah, 1% would be 50 times 50 by 100 oh, you just yeah, have two zeros on the end of it so you've got to pick up less than 1% of the client base that are there so and you're well over like you've got yeah. three clients oh yeah I'm loving life which isn't you know not a bad thing is it not a bad thing I guess it, it depends where, where you're at Matt's just checking out the Instagram just uh Loving this Nike shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, it all gets done in one day, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 of course. Can't be bothered to change outfits. That's so fair I'm enough. Trying to book a, a photo shoot for later next month. What are we on there? February, so end of March. Yeah. Um, you know, with some big things happening in my end. Of course. Yeah. Um, so I need to get some things taken. And one of the things they said is bring multiple t shirts because otherwise you have this scenario where you're just yeah. wearing the same Nike t shirt. I mean, it's alright, it looks good. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. It's, it's a yeah. nice design. It is a nice shirt. Give you that. So I think the social media aspect is probably quite useful because you open yourself up to even more. So if your membership base is five thousand, Callum, Matt, let's say yours is a thousand, let's say mine is a hundred. If you're on social media, then that opens it up to even more people. Exactly that. Giving you a chance to potentially pick up more clients. Yeah. And I think it helps. You know, the busier you seem, then the more likely people are going to go and so I almost inquire with you because you look like you're doing. Something. Yeah, it's first encounter as well. If they kind of see you just, you know, set down your phone behind the gym, just chilling there, and it looks a bit, you know, it doesn't look great. So, yeah, first impression is, yeah. I think, massive with a PT. I think how you look and how you portray yourself comes across. So, looking around the room now, everyone's in sports. I mean, I'm in the least sports gear, but because I've not done anything work work today, so yeah. Matt, you're not an intimidating person. I don't know. Um, Whereas <laughs> I don't think that you are. Whereas someone like Callum, where he's at least 100 kilos now. <laughs> He's got no hair on his head and his big bushy beard. Some people could find that intimidating. So I guess the question to both of you, do you think personal trainers have to look a certain way? I think everyone's different in what you want to see someone look like. It's, I don't know if it's a right or wrong. 
naturally. I think if you see a PT that's maybe on like the larger side and it's not muscle mass, you might query a little <laughs> We've bit. We've the same person, there, haven't we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like so I, I think you kind of naturally, if someone's telling you something to do, if telling someone's telling you to do something, you want to almost know they can potentially do it themselves as well. So if a client asks you to do ten burpees and you're stood there knowing you can't do it, how do you feel? Be a bit embarrassed. I, no, I wouldn't tell my client to do anything I couldn't do myself. Interesting. Obviously, when it comes to certain lifts, maybe they, you know, you could have clients that are stronger than you. There's nothing wrong with that. So, what if you're telling someone to lift? So, what's your max deadlift, for example? One twenty-one. I can't say I've tested it at all. At all, to be honest. Try not to laugh. <laughs> one, one, not two twenty. One. one. No, one twenty. One twenty. I've never really tried heavy. Sure, you haven't got the two and the one the wrong way around. <laughs> I'm so well, sorry, Matt. Well, no. um, hundred, okay, hundred, okay, good. Yeah, you know, no disrespect to anyone out there lifting one hundred twenty. Um, or I guess an aside, like you're just in a room with two, you know, quite, yeah, strong, exactly. quite strong individuals. <laughs> so, right. if you were trying to get someone to lift one hundred forty kilos, would you, with the fact that you can't deadlift one hundred forty, stop them from deadlifting one hundred forty? Not when it comes to like weights, I'd say. So, what can you give an example of something where you wouldn't? Something you wouldn't get them to do because you can't do it. I think if you said, okay, a squat with good form, the, the weight yeah. is kind of inevitable, but either it's no weight or body weight, or like a pull up or a dip or a certain, like, like a burpee, whatever, it's something you kind of can show so they can see it. Yeah. If you say, do this, and they say, well, what does it look like? And you go, ah, well, it's kind of like that, but you do this. It just, I think it just sounds a bit silly. Um, even if you can just do one of it so they can see it being done. Because if I said do a pull-up and they say how, and you say I'll try this and that, and they don't have an idea of what it looks like, because everyone's a visual learner, or if someone reads, it's, yeah. What if you're a PT like Callum that might be really strong but also can't do a pull-up? Then what do you do in that I situation? I can do a pull-up. <laughs> I could probably, probably bash out about, I reckon I could do a set of 10. There's a pull-up bar up there. <laughs> don't, 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 yeah, don't trust your door frame. <laughs> that door no, frame. No, it's not like I don't trust your door frame. Yeah, it's the just... weight against the door frame. We'll, we'll come and tell how much you weigh in a second. If you hear a loud bang. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to but, pull up. <laughs> but, but back to Matt's point, because it's things that you, what if you, what if you've broken your arm and you can't do, demonstrate? Well, then you, so well, that comes down to maybe a visual learning in terms of, so if that to me, I'd make sure I'd have like my upper with me so I can show the moving being done. I'm with you. Whether it's a video of myself doing it before or something online, but I think, you know, you can't really tell someone to do something without them seeing what's done first. Like you demo one rep. And they... So, because you get a lot of coaches that will try to coach like Olympic lifts, for example. So, Callum and I both went to uni, both covered Olympic lifts in, in the course. I'm fairly competent at being able to coach it, and I think you'd probably be yeah. in the same. I don't, it's not something I particularly enjoy doing, but if no. someone asks, can we do it? I go, yeah, like, I don't advertise doing it, but if someone says I'd really like to be able to work on the clean, I can. we can go through the basics with them. Yeah, like, yeah. If they want a specialised coach to do specialised weightlifting, I'm not the guy no. for that. Matt, could you? would you feel comfortable coaching something like that? Um, not really. I, I have rejected clients in the past that have maybe asked for like certain things, yeah. or obviously if someone says anything pre- or postnatal, you're not going to say yes because yeah. you're looking out for them in the, the day. It's obviously it's a bit of an extreme one, but I won't say names. But I have worked with someone in the past, and they asked <clears throat> one of the other PTs said they are kind of pregnant. What can I do? And when that 
Then when that PT said, I would recommend you don't train them because you don't know what you're on about, they went, I'll just get them to do a waiver. That just sent shivers down my spine. I think if you don't feel comfortable, you don't think you can actually help someone, you say no, and they find a specialist. So I think the main thing there is, because you're quite a good personal trainer, you're quite a good PT, and I'm probably quite a good PT as well. But the difficult, so we're all good at what we do. So I guess my next question is, what would you think of bad traits that a personal trainer may have? I think laziness to a certain extent. If you're not on time, if you're not, you know, you're not present, yeah. or the communication is just poor. Like it's, <clears throat> if you've got, it kind of gets that zero point one percent, and he has X amount of clients. If you can at least communicate as much as you can to them, it's going to be a better thing, and people are going to, you know, want to work with you. If you're running late or you can't do a session, at least give them a heads up instead of just yeah. yeah. So organisational skills, yeah, probably quite a big one. It's yeah, it's it's also being respectful. But you go to like a doctor. A doctors or something. Um, <laughs> don't know if anyone else can hear the piano playing, but <laughs> that wasn't meant to be on yet. Callum's giving uh, him the philosophy, he's not the piano. Yeah. Uh, completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Timekeeper, the, the piano's really thrown me. <laughs> Organisational skills, you said. Yeah. No, <laughs> not got it. Yeah, you want to be on time. It's a professional. Yeah. Professionalism, right? You can go to someone like a doctor's surgery and then not they're not overly professional but then they're not there to be yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. their solution you're not paying them for that either right um, for personal training you can charge great sums of money I know Callum you have to literally take out a mortgage you're falling at the moment <laughs> <laughs> but if you're that good then it warrants you know it, it warrants pain but then you have to deliver the service that lives up to that as well yeah. so we spoke to Jordan a few weeks ago and those guys were paying £100 for that PT session he wasn't getting £100 yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you listened to the anyway but, yeah, percent if you're yeah, yeah. Like but those individuals are paying a hundred pound for an hour, forty-five minutes. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. Time. Like, you have to be on time. You have to look presentable. Mm. It was different. I think it was, it was different with that as well. I think the clientele, a hundred to them was you know not a lot at all yeah. considering how much they're paying for the night. So it, again, it kind of percentage-wise for what a client may pay for a membership compared to PT, it was. That was kind of not that bad. Yeah. But, so what about like physical appearance for, for PTs? What would be a good thing or what would be a bad thing? I think you've got to look after. You've got to be tidy or at least clean to an extent. Like, what are you looking at me? Callum's, 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 what are you looking at me? <laughs> Callum's got a very nice beard. He obviously looks after it. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's different, but I think if you kind of... you've got to look, I think you've got to look, look the part to an extent, yeah. right? So even if it is just something as simple as gym... Gym yeah, clothes. Sport, you know, night, night. Don't wear like oversized everything because it's not. Yeah, if you're there in chinos and you know not really so, so that, but just being punctual as well. So you're there. What did you say? Punctual. Punctual. No, punctual. ignore that. Punctual. <laughs> punctual. <laughs> we don't edit these, so that's in there. Now. <laughs> how, how are you spelling that? No idea. Punctual. I forgot you're not good at spelling. Oh yeah, spelling is dreadful. Yeah, neither, neither am I, and neither can. So no. Also correct is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely got me through my my unicorns. Dictate on the laptop. Yeah, I tried that, but I almost didn't speak quick enough for it to yeah. work. And then you speak really quickly, and then you forget what you said. And then you and start just... reading what I said <laughs> yeah. twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite. And then the piano starts playing. And you hear that. <laughs> it's, it's not not quite as useful. So bring it back onto Canon. So Canon, what are you weighing at the moment? 
Uh, about 95 and a half kilos. Currently. Hundred dollars in Nando's. And you mentioned that in your day to day, so we've covered kind of covered the clients there. You're eating quite frequently as well. Yeah, probably like four or five times a day. And how currently. many calories is that? I'm on just under four and a half thousand a day. Bloody hell! And is that are you gaining weight because of that? Yeah. What? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and what's the main aim with this? Just to get as big as possible, really. Well, I think last time I bulked, I got just shy of 100. I think it was just over 100. <laughs> some say just over, some say just under. I saw 100 on the first. <laughs> weight, you know, all that. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, so I'll go on holiday in September. So I'm going to cut. Well, well, you better get started, I'm, mate. I might, I might <laughs> If it's in cut. September. Where are you off to? Anywhere nice? Spain. Whereabouts? Whereabouts in Spain? Saloon. You don't know, do you? No, my girlfriend knows. You didn't, you didn't book <laughs> I haven't got a clue. No. You just kind of, yep, yeah, we'll go there. Where is it? How, did, how much did you know about the holiday like before it happened? Like? Oh, I know. I knew what it was called when we were looking at yeah, it. Yeah, a holiday, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's in Spain, but I forgot where it actually is in Spain. There's a pool and a gym, wow. which is important. I like that your two main criteria for your holiday are there's a pool yeah. and a gym. Yeah. I guess you've got a And gym. a bar. And it's warm. Callum's not a big... Are you, have you started to drink anymore or are you still not a big... No, I've actually given up Monster. Why? Just don't need it. I haven't had a Monster since the 1st of January. What, what do you do for caffeine then? I'll have a coffee, well, a nice latte. Hey, what? I'll have a nice latte. Since I've known you, you've drank <laughs> one coffee ever and I bought you a double espresso purely to watch your reaction. Yeah, it sent me through the roof. <laughs> yeah, and the rest. I'll have, I'll have a... I have a coffee like twice a week, maybe like a iced latte, but more because I like the taste of it rather than the caffeine. But I just stick to water. Would you? Would you like? Do you like warm coffee? Or no. is it just cold? Just cold. I hate the taste of coffee. But if you put, <laughs> if you put enough. <laughs> so wait, what are you drinking iced coffee for? No, because if you put enough caramel, what's it called? Caramel syrup in it tastes like caramel, not coffee. So basically, caramel is like a I just milk, milk, milk is a, is a milkshake uh, twice a week. Then. We'll yeah, pretty much. Okay. I've milkshake twice a week. Are you going to go to Port Adventurer World when no. you go to Salou? No. Why not? Because <laughs> that's not where we've booked. No, no, but it's, it's in Salou. Oh, no. Honestly, I'd go. <laughs> Look at that. I don't like roller coasters. Well, so. it's a swimming pool there then. Okay. Match my seat there. It's like a kid's pool to this joke. Look, doesn't that look good? That looks wonderful. If you're yeah. listening... And you're on holiday in Salou. Port Adventurer World... Oh, it's temporary, temporarily closed, so maybe you won't be so able to. So maybe you won't go there then. So you're you're bulking. Yes. To go on holiday. Pretty much. Um, well, I'm going to cut in. I'm going to cut June to September. So I'm just going to bulk until June. June, July, August, four months. How do you think that's going to go? Going on my previous cuts, probably not too well. <laughs> probably get get about three weeks in and remember how much I love food. When and... you realise that. There's 500 calories in your iced coffee with 12 <laughs> shots of caramel. Change yep. for a monster that's like 11. <laughs> yeah, you'll be back on the monster scene. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, to be fair, I feel like it's done me some good now I'm a monster. Yeah. I feel so much more awake. Like I'll wake up now and be awake. So of waking <laughs> up feeling a bit groggy. We, how soon into a day would you drink a monster? Oh, like, on my way to work. So about... I leave for work about 20 to 6 in the morning. So I think it's your, not adrenaline, I think it's adenosine system, and it's most active for the first 90 minutes of the day. 
So you're actually your most awake mm. then. And that's when that's almost like natural not almost like a natural caffeine. So people that say I need my morning coffee to wake up, they do because they've got themselves in this rut of relying on that to wake themselves up. So I won't have one for the first I try to be two hours because then you're awake for then and then you can have one in the afternoon and maybe another one and another one. Um, and pre workout personally I've been smashing like there's no tomorrow. Don't touch pre workout. Well, I used to neglect it. Honestly, then I started having it. So much better. I might give it a go. The, the pumps. I mean, I can see that my protein. The feed, yeah, there's, a, there's an Eddie Hall one up there as well. Um, I think I think you'll like it, Cam. What flavour is it? Uh, you... It's a raspberry one. Oh, okay. It's not why you're like it's, It just makes you feel good. You oh, tried okay. pre-workout. You tried pre-workout before. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've tried pre-workout mixed with Monster before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably having less of those is doing your hearts and wonders. Yeah, I imagine if, so. If you were to not have it for the first 90 minutes and then have something yeah. you're going to get more benefit out of it I personally will try to have one a day I'd try to have one a day <laughs> <laughs> oh is that a thought I haven't had it yet like, yeah, without, yeah I've, got, I've got to have one no it would be at least well only one it'll be tactical when you have it yeah if I do so I won't have one today because I don't need probably not tomorrow but then Friday I might get a bit tired yeah. and then feel like I need one well I've also started eating breakfast which I never used to do Never used to eat breakfast. I can imagine it's hard not. It's hard hitting four and a half thousand calories if you're not eating breakfast. Oh, it was terrible before. I had to have like the world's biggest lunch, which is like two thousand calories. That's ridiculous. To then be able to hit my calories by the end of the day. But now I've started eating breakfast. That sort of gives me a bit of energy. Do you find that getting up earlier as well makes it easier to get more calories in? Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't think people realise how much of the day you miss if you wake up at say like nine o'clock. Like, okay, like that's. For some people, that's a normal time to wake up. Not for a while. I but, wake up today, actually. But that's four hours into work. If you wake up at five o'clock, five, six o'clock, you've got another three hours. I know when I used to, when I used to, being the key bit in that, get up at half three, <laughs> saying goodbye to that, I would then eat a lot more throughout the day because you're having your first meal at half mm, four. Yeah. And then by seven o'clock, you're eating again. Throws you off with it. Yeah. And then you get to like nine, ten o'clock and you're eating again. And then by midday, you had four meals. Yeah, like I'll, I'll normally be... 2,500, 3,000 calories in by one o'clock in the afternoon. Just because to hit four and a half, 5,000 by the end of the day. So, as a personal trainer, we quite often try to practice what we preach. With your cut coming up in, is it June, you say? Yeah, June, July. One it'll, be, of it'll be July because we've got an event in June. It'll be July, yeah, not... you are correct. Well, actually, yeah. might be might be all right. It'll yeah. be, be a beer, beer diet for those three days. Yeah. So what things would you advise to anyone that is trying to not necessarily just lose weight, like we're talking like a cut for for a holiday, so not yeah. you know, general pop Sally age forty five that wants to trim down for a husband in bed. We're talking someone like yourself that wants to get down into a nice, good muscular condition and look good for uh, adventure Jura Park in <laughs> Salou. Um Focus more on your protein than carbs and fat. That's what keeps. That's what helps to keep your muscle that you gained during a bulk. If you've been on a bulk, um, continue to weight train. Don't just scrap it all and do cardio. You actually burn more calories through weight training anyway. Um, and still eat the food you enjoy because then, if you just scrap everything you like, you get bored of it and then just end up bulking again. Good advice, Matt. Would you add anything to that? I want to say one point. A lot of people think, obviously, cardio. You know, you, you might get more sweaty at the time, but you can. You do burn more when you are doing resistance or weight training. 
um, which for a lot of people they might do like the hit classes. Nothing wrong with them, and they kind of do them for so long. It's almost that's all they do, and they wonder sometimes why there's no change. As much as it's taking themselves out of the comfort zone, try adding some resistance, a bit more weight, because that's where more composition changes will happen. Um, adding cardio is good for your heart health, but it's not. You know, you don't have to. You don't suddenly have to say I'm going to do an extra half an hour of step every day because I want to. You know. Adhere to a massive yeah. deficit, so it's making changes. If you're doing more hit, more cardio, more resistance, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, all I'd say is almost having. Uh, I think it's what Matt Ogre's called tools to your toolbox. So, if you're if you have these little little things you can use to help you get to the next level. So, for example, pre-workout, something we mentioned earlier. I only take it now because quite often I train in the evenings and I want to have a good session. Well. To have a better session, taking some like a high caffeine drink is only going to help me push through. I might get to a point where I don't need it mm. anymore, so I'll stop. I'll stop taking that. Uh, creatine, another good example, where you might not take it all the time, but if you want to get that extra one percent out of your training, then could you take something like that? And I think it's the same when you come to losing weight as well. So, so Callum's a good example. Let's say you're on four thousand calories at the moment, right? The first thing you can do is drop your calories. Yep. Yeah, anyone could do. Over time, they might not want to drop their calories again, so they can increase their activity level. Yeah. So let's say you say you weight train six times a week for an hour and a half each day. Well, you can continue to maintain those trainings at a similar intensity, slowly bring your food down. And then when you get to the point where you go, actually, I don't want to eat any less at the moment. Well, then throw in an hour's cardio a week, not even yeah. half an hour. And then so that's what that's that's the first tool you've kind of implemented. And then you can go right. Well, as Matt said, you don't have to do it every day. You could do it twice a week. And you could do it for three times a week. And then you go to the point where actually, I don't really want to do any more cardio. I could probably drop another couple of hundred calories. Then you do that and you're slowly increasing over time. And at the end of it, you might end up doing an hour's weight training, half an hour's cardio, but a bit more intense cardio. But your calories are dropped by 1,500. And then you'll be absolutely shredded yeah, exactly. at the end of it. Yeah. Ready for the water slides. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. There's lots of ways you can do things. I think the big thing is you mentioned is don't change from what you're doing too much. Mm. So keep keep what you've been doing. Yeah. Train. You'll see things like dropping weights that you're lifting. So at the moment you're probably lifting some big numbers. Trying. Trying. Okay. Squat at the moment. What, what uh, I squat one eighty for three the other day. Okay. I got there for four next week. <laughs> Bench. Uh, press one ten for four the other day. That's big. Deadlift? Uh, last time I pulled, I was doing conventional last time, I pulled 215, which is, well, nothing compared to my sumo, but not bad for conventional being, I don't That's conventional. That's one rep. Just for one, yeah. Not quite a 250. But Who's doing 250? I, I believe you pulled a 250, did oh, you not? No, I'm not doing that again. In maybe. the gym we shall not mention. You can say fever. That's oh, fine. fever. Yeah, you can say fever. I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did pull 250, and I'm never, never going to go back to that level, I don't think. No. Are you seeing stars? <laughs> it's hard. I'm, it, I'm not surprised. I, was, <laughs> I went up a ride. No, 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 no. Well, it was okay, but my training was only based around that. So I, I did this on a Friday. Saturday was a complete write off because everything hurt. Thursday I had to be really light in preparation to kind of save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say Friday, and when I worked up to 
squat 220 the first time, it was the same thing. Everything was based around that one training session. Didn't feel good, didn't feel healthy. Uh, I like to tell people I used to go to Lidl and buy three toffee yum yums and eat two before and then one after every squat session. But it got, it got me there, but I had to eat excessive amount of calories. I think I was near on 4,000 at the time to get to those kind of big weights. Yeah. You're not going to be lifting those those monstrous weights all the time. No when you start to drop your calories, but then it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, exactly. What's the point in squatting all these weights all the time? I don't even know if I'm... Maybe a, I mean, maybe a thousand calories today, so far. If it helps, Matt, I've had... I've not eaten good today. I had two Pop-Tarts, cream egg and a bowl of oats. I've had got, got a big meal later. Yeah, I'll save, I'll save some calories for... Oh, you haven't. For later. <laughs> no, what have I had to say? You've just not eaten yet. I've had... We'll leave. We'll leave that surprise. About two thousand today. I've not. I've not put it in, but it's probably about twelve hundred. But then, like, yeah, I'm a marathon runner now. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so, what can we expect from Callum Hunter over the next twelve months? Um, a little Callum running around, maybe. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, from what I've heard, far too expensive. Yeah. So um, I've been told. Uh, don't really know. To be honest, I don't. Mm, there's a couple of things like I'm included in a coaching don't you call it group coaching group called group coaching coaching group I'm yeah. sure Joe radical coaching, coaching. Like earlier. called radical coaching so there's definitely some bits happening with that of which I cannot mention but there is a big plan in place can you tell us after I can tell you after okay, yeah so I can tell in terms of my business like it's going well at the moment but I'm I don't really want to add more content I don't think I need to what I think what I'm putting up on a weekly basis is plenty um, and also don't want to take away from any of anything I'm putting into my clients like I want to make sure they're getting the most out of the training um, so I think it would be silly to sacrifice that just to add more content when I'm getting enough engagement and stuff like that Saying about engagement, so you're currently at, at recording now. You're on seven hundred and twenty followers. Yep. When's that thousand? Have you got uh, you got uh, some of your mind for it? Like, to be honest, I'm not that bothered about how many I've got. I do look at it and sort of go through it, but if I go, obviously, Joe will know this. Matt, is your setup as a business? Uh, no. No. So Joe will know this. You can check like your insights and stuff like that. I've. Since I've started, I've upped my content. I've gone from about 600 to about 720 followers, which I think is quite good. I think it's where you want the, the quality of followers. You see these people that have like 10,000 followers, but then they get 40 likes. Yeah. Mm. So I'm not really getting much out of it. But the last 30 days, I've gained... Gained a few. I've gained 40 followers. Damn. So... I guess it helps as well that you've got, you know, we mentioned earlier, we tend to share a lot of other people's stuff. Hmm. And I think sometimes people think, you know, so you, could, you could take the view that you are the only personal trainer that you want to support, so you're the only one that wants your own success. Yeah. But actually, you realise that if other people are winning, then you're likely to win as well. Yeah. Um, and you're quite good at sharing my stuff, despite in two and a half months, we'll be technically competitors. Yeah. Not even two, one and a half months. Yeah, but we're still we're not going to stop sharing each other's stuff because, you know, if one person wins, we all win, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good trait in the PT in general. 
if you like if so, if someone came over and said oh they came to me and said oh I want to work on powerlifting, I would happily say I think Callum would be better for you. Go chat to him. As much as you're there for a job, do you think someone's going to benefit so much more from going to someone else? Putting your kind of you know taking your pride out of the way and thinking what's going to give this person that could bring you five clients down the line because they could then yeah. say oh this person was honest they told me this so. Yes, keeping that balance yeah. as well. That's what some of us are quite good at at the gym. Like, yeah, cool, it's about making money and running a business, but if at the end of the day you're there to help people and by taking on clients that you necessarily can't deal with or someone's better suited to, you're not helping them, you're only hindering mm. what they want to achieve. So just yeah. pass them on and then you pass them on to someone else, that person that will hopefully return the favour. Karma. Matt, I need to ask Callum, I'm now going to ask you. Can we expect anything big from you in the next 12 months? Uh, nothing social media-wise. <laughs> Time Maybe a social media post? Like, oh, I've probably done my own one for a while. Um, no, hopefully more podcasts. Uh, and just keep learning. Learning lots from Joe as we do these. It's quite interesting learning a few bits. How to spell words and that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, but no, just learning more myself and helping others where I can. Um, Joe, we might we might leave that for another day. Um, <laughs> Where do I start? Yeah, no, we, let's say let's save that for another day, Matt. How about that? I guess yeah. finally, Matt, how did United get on on the weekend? Uh, it wasn't great, um, but a couple of rows back for me was Fergie and Southgate. So, so okay, we could yeah. see those little probably watching drop. Yeah. yeah, probably to drop half the United players yeah. as well. But that was a good atmosphere. It was good to um, you know just be in that environment as well. Been to a game for. Years and years, so it's nice to go to Old Trafford and see United. Draw against Saints. There you have it. Callum, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to come meet with us. No worries at all. I think it was a Nando's that enticed you a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. Uh, So that's where we're off to now. Matt, as always, lovely to have you. And thank you for listening, and we'll see you all soon.